0: Win If You Never Begin and this is by Helen Roland. Welcome to another exciting episode of Podcast with Sheila. With me today is best-selling author, entrepreneur, mentor and podcast host Kami Gilda. Kami will be sharing with us her success story right up from where she started to where she is today. Hello Kami and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. Hi
1: Sheila, nice to be here, thank you.
0: It's a delight to have you. Do you have a favorite quote you would like to share with us today? Sure. I, as you
1: asked me that, I was like, oh, who's one of my favorites? And Brene Brown is always one of my favorites. And one of the things she says is you is you, you can choose courage or you can choose comfort, but you can't have them both. And I love that because it's when, when we are choosing our courage and stepping into something in our stretchy place that, you know, where we're, we're, we're growing, where we're evolving okay. and we're, we're, we're expanding how we're showing up in the world that that cur- it takes courage to step there and it's not always comfortable. So
0: that's that's one of my favorite quotes. Great, great. Tell us a little bit about Kami, a little background story, who she is. Sure, sure, sure. So
1: I came out of the corporate world and was 20 plus years in, in, in the corporate world as a marketing VP. And I, when I left, I uh, found my journey into being an entrepreneur and really bringing business into entrepreneurs' lives in a different way from, you know, the, the classically traditionally trained marketing, but doing it in a much more soulful way. So I, I was always very glad that when I got laid off of my corporate job in 2008. And second of all, the, the second gift was that it was 2008 when there wasn't a lot of VPM marketing jobs to be found, it opened up my world to stepping into being an entrepreneur and really helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses. And that was, that was just, you know, I, I believe, I truly believe that was the pathway I was meant to take. And, you know, certainly all those years in the corporate world served me really well. And there was something else for me to discover and find. And I feel very blessed that I was able to find that.
0: Great. You are named one of the most powerful women in business by the Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce. Share with us, um, coming before you became this successful, because I know every successful person has a story.
1: Right, right, yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely a journey to to that. And and that was totally a highlight for me when when that occurred. And it was not a straight line. It was, you know, I was probably at that point um, about 12 years into my business, 11 years into my business. And I had, I think one of the things that really made that, that come to fruition was the care that I had taken in making connections and community and showing up and, and giving back in my communities. So I think that combination of, of building community in our businesses, in our lives, and being very thoughtful about how we are inviting people to be in our community and showing up and serving in those communities can really help us, right? I mean, I think that's, that's, I can look at that award and know that that was why I was able to be awarded that because I had just made such incredible relationships over the years. And it is a messy, windy road to get to where you're going, right? So you can never say, okay, there's going to be this straight line that's going to take me there. Instead, it's more of a, okay, this is generally where I want to be going. And that might move a little bit here or there. And then trusting that the universe keeps dropping in like little changes, a shifts for you that, that, that brings you down a, plate, down a, a, a pathway. Where you get lessons, where you learn something that you may not have learned otherwise.
0: Let's talk about some of the experiences you had on this journey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Examples of some of the experiences you had that sure. feel shaped you. As yeah. Time, as long,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I first left the corporate world, I was pretty linear thinking. I was, you know, I, I. That's what the world that I had been working in, right? and it was such a deep personal journey for me to slow down and try to figure out what the heck am I supposed to do next? And it really was a personal journey that took me there. And it was, it was a spiritual journey that took me there, which was, you know, really interesting for me because it was this, um, spiritual was not something that I really put a lot of focus on. And as I, and it was really nature, you know, spending time in nature and just being curious about what wanted, what did I want to be doing with my life? So that journey of reconnecting to myself was a, was a deeply spiritual journey. And as I started to, you know, build my business and step into helping people in my business, that was exciting and it was fun. And it came pretty easy early on. I had a lot of growth early on. And then I started seeing a lot of the kind of what I call shiny stars of this is how you grow a business, right? This is do these five steps and your business will, 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 will thrive and follow these formulas and your business will succeed. So I started following a lot of formulas and I started following a lot of. Um, you know, do it this way kind of thing versus letting things be built from the inside. You know, I, I like to talk about building uh, marketing and branding from the inside out. I started following a lot of outside circumstances. And when I did that, my business really slowed down. It it, it was no longer this, um, it, was, it was, I kind of stepped out of the flow that I was, had created for myself. And I was like, I couldn't figure out why, you know, my business flat leveled out. I'd grown to a nice level and it flattened out. And I was like, okay, what's, what's going on here. And at the same time, I knew I wasn't connected to my marketing the way I had been at once because I'd been following these very specific formulas. And those formulas weren't serving me well because I lost my true voice in it. So I I did kind of what I did when I started was I made that space for myself. I got out in nature. I'm like what I asked myself, what does my business want to be? You know, I kind of just opened up to those kinds of questions and journaled a lot and created rituals around, you know, this is what's the next thing for my business. And what came through was some very soul and soulful inspired messaging that was truly from me or from, you know, some, you know, some source was flowing through me, but it wasn't following a formula. And that's where I really learned that building our businesses are, is a spiritual journey, number one. And number two, the best way to really grow our businesses that are in flow and in ease, is very much about making the space for ourselves to grow, to listen, to listen to that inner wisdom that we
0: have within us. Great. Um, I want us to backtrack a little bit from the point where you had led the corporate world. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, because I know it's difficult sometimes when you're used to something and all of a sudden that thing had, comes to, sure. all,
1: all stuff, especially <laughs> right. when
0: you are not prepared uh, uh-huh. For what to do afterwards yeah you get it but you have been there and you you did something about it how yeah. was the experience like when oh my gosh oh, yeah you had to stop and then you had to yeah. think of what to do
1: yeah well what I'll say is the day after I got laid off I woke up that next morning not knowing what to do with myself exactly. because I had built a whole career on being that being a role in an organization, and had a, had my persona attached to it. Right. I mean, I, and I had my ego attached to it. Definitely. I mean, it was a VP of marketing role. It was it, I had global, um, responsibilities. So I was traveling around the world. So I, it was who I was. I, yeah. I really, and it wasn't who I was, right. That's in my, my mind, and my heart, I thought, or in my mind, I thought this is who I am in my heart. I knew that's not who I was. And so, that next morning, I was like, "What am I meant to do with myself?" I I didn't have my I didn't have a computer. I didn't have a BlackBerry. BlackBerry will tell you that you know, kind of where I, time frame of that. Um, and so I had to really make space to slow down. And um, the other part of that was a month after I got laid off, I lost my father. Oh. My father passed away. And that was a moment in time in my life where I was like, okay, that job doesn't matter at all, right? That job no longer mattered. It was like, oh my gosh, this was something really important in life that, that is now no longer there. And when I started to think about the lessons my father had taught me, I realized that I had, um, I realized that I had, really fallen away from a core part of who I am as a person. And that's when I really started coming back to, I'm not a job. I'm not a VP of marketing. I'm not a, I am me. And there's this light in me and how do I tap back into that light in me? And so that was the journey that I took there. And it's a journey that, like I said, you know, several years later, when I was rebranding, I was going back to some of those core values, those core pieces of who I am and my stories that helped shape my brand for the next evolution. And I think that when we build our we build our journey based on who we are at our very core, at our very essence, that we we learn to um we, we build a skill set and a foundation that we can use over and over again in our lifetime.
0: One of the episodes I did recently about the young, the young man who took water to Africa when he was six years old. And I'm going to try to remember his name in a minute. And then I think in closing, he had said that everybody can make a difference in the world. You just have to look for the area that you think you can make a change. Yeah. and that you're yeah. comfortable with and then try and explore it and raise your hand and then you get people to help you. So I posted that video and somebody on Facebook sent a message how do I know what I'm good at and how I can yeah. help my community. And I think my response to the person was this is a personal decision is something you would have to sit down and search within yourself and know what you can actually do to help your community or the people around you. Because this young man had a story and then he something within him pushed him towards building wells in Africa to help people who have a go water So I can't tell you what to do to help somebody, but you should be able to sit down and reflect and find, how do you think that somebody can do this efficiently? Maybe if the person will be listening again, maybe he'll be sure. able to get his answer from here. Yeah. Maybe the answer I gave him was not good enough.
1: I I like to to work with our stories, so playing with times in our lives, just reflecting back on times in our lives and thinking where were times where I really was lit up and I felt super excited about what I was doing and I was really you know things were flowing to me easily. And if you look at those stories, you can almost always find what were your strengths and your passions and your values at that time that you were lighting up. And when you, when you are in a space of, of, of that, you know, like this is all working really well for me. If you look and identify what those strengths and those passions and those values are, there's clues in that as to how you might be able to take those and make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And and to me, it it is always about making a difference. I think that's my it's my big driver is, is how do we make a difference in the world? And the way we we can the way we can best do that is know that we were born into this world at this time, right now, with the gifts and talents that we have so that we can make a difference. I truly believe that with all my heart that you know we're each one, each one of us is here for a reason. And if we do that upfront work of what's the what are my gifts and my talents and my passions, then we can step into that purpose. And purpose is dynamic. It's not like, it, you know, you just name a purpose and then you, you go there your whole life. It's going to shift and change, but it's
0: it's how you're showing up with these gifts of you right now. So true. Now, you ask, as you were talking, something just popped into my head and I want to share. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I came out of the university, I, I think I've shared little bits of this a number of times on the podcast but something had else had uh, generated out of the stories so i want to reshare it so people listening to it for the first time will know where I'm coming from so when i came out of the university and i didn't get a job even though i had a first class and i didn't get a job and then i had to sit down sometimes things happen for you to take a seat and reflect what other way can i be beneficial to myself and the people around me so i went on that journey thinking of what i can do to be beneficial to myself and people like around me. And my background for the, from university was um, industrial arts, textile option. So when I didn't get a job, I decided to do something on my own. So I had done different things. And finally, this thing that is, I'm really talking about is helping women, empowering women through artisan craft to start small businesses of their own, to earn money on the side, to support their families. Mm-hmm. So I started this back home in Ghana so many years ago. And then when I had to move relocate here um, because I got married. After where while, are you at? Tell me where you're at. I don't know where you're at. I'm in UK now. I'm in UK okay. now. So I decided to do the same thing here, but in a modernized way. So still empowering women through artisan craft, very small in my community and all. Then last week, I get a call from one of the leaders in the community, and she said, We've heard about the things you're doing for the community and we want to honor you. So to think that I'm doing something small, not even knowing, well, I know that I'm working with women doing something in the community, but you never know who is watching or who is following your progress and all that. So she said, send us your profile and a story, how we started and all that. We want to do a poster of you and put it in a building and in the area, the community, so we and I feel honored by it. Initially, when she, told, when she asked for it, I was a bit shocked. <laughs> so I said, no, 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 I don't want it. Then she said, but Sheila, it's a good thing. And yeah. I said, give me some time to think about it. Because yeah. I think I was shocked. I wasn't expecting it. So I needed to digest the whole thing. I needed time to digest the whole thing. So I came home, digested it, and I did a beautiful profile with the picture I sent it to. And this is just to say that sometimes... We do things that we don't even know. Well, we don't know the benefit or the outcome in the long term. And we don't know the people watching. And we get to be so surprised when things like this spring on us for the good things we are doing. It may be very little. It may go unnoticed in certain areas, but definitely at some point, somebody will be seeing it. This brings me, yeah, sorry. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think that when we are showing up, to 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 give with the gifts of who we are, just like you did there, it opened up opportunities for you, and it's it's something I tell my clients all the time. Even as we were, you know, as we were moving into the pandemic in March 2020, March 2020, I would said to my clients, you know, we 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 spent time together really just, you know, sharing how each person felt. And then we were like, okay, but you've got gifts. How are you going to make a difference with those gifts in this time? And what was amazing was they did each go show up in all their own unique ways and serve their communities. And that's where all you know more opportunities came their way. Their businesses really grew. and even in a pandemic, their businesses were growing because they were showing up in their gifts, serving, making a difference. And guess what? People recognized that at some point. just and you know you're not doing it for that reason,
0: yeah. right?
1: but yeah. but but just like you know with your story there, it's a beautiful story, a beautiful example of that. Yeah.
0: Great. I also read that you're passionate about lifting up the voices of women and helping them Mm -hmm. create a successful business. Let's talk about this. So why do you do that? And what exactly do you do to raise the voices of women?
1: So talk about purpose, right? That's, I wrote many years ago, I want to impact a million women around the world, helping them raise up their voice and their visibility and grow their business. And so this was something I declared And I think it's like I've been working my whole life to be able to raise women's voices up. I mean, even back in the corporate day, I was learning how to build thought leaders within my company, um, within, you know, they're taking their voices out to the world. That's part of what I had. I part of my opportunity that I had in the corporate world. So when I got really clear that I was working with women and helping them grow their businesses, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all these tool sets to be able be able to help them raise up their voice and to find messages and that are really meaningful to them, right? The messages that matter.
0: Yeah.
1: So that they become a thought leader in their space. And to me, when I was looking at how can I help my clients? It's like, there's a lot of noise out there on the internet, right? It's like out in the internet and in our spaces and our communities that all sounds the same. Yeah. And if we can pause and say, wait a minute, how do I want to make a difference? And if I have one message for the whole world that really would get people to think and do and act differently, what might that be and it's your unique original message right it's not yeah. it's not somebody else's message and from that place you can really you can start to say okay i'm a i'm going to lead this conversation because i'm bringing something really meaningful to it so that's what i help my clients do and when they start to show up in that you know a very powerful message that has meaning to it that is an elevated message they, they can start to get more visible whether it's on podcasts, on stages and you know their writings and you know whatever that looks like for them to get visible and because everybody has different approaches to getting their message heard when they start to do that that's where their businesses really grow. Great, Great. Great.
0: Let's talk about um, extraordinary women ignite
1: mm-hmm.
0: and extraordinary women connect.
1: Okay, so I'll start with Connect because that's where it started. Okay. Um, very and and I touched on this a little bit earlier. It's like when I was pretty early in my business, I kept meeting these amazing women all over. Right, these extraordinary women, and it was like, oh my gosh, I need to introduce this woman to that woman. Oh. And I would make this connection. So, And I would always say, "It's I love to connect great women to great women. Yeah. And um, so that was where it, I was just doing that very organically, you know, just making these introductions to people. And as I made those introductions, what was really happening was um, I was building a community, right? I was building this community of just extraordinary women. And one day I was sitting with my business coach and I said, you know, I have this most amazing community. What if I started to host events where they all got to come together and meet each other? And she's like, Well, that sounds like a grand idea. You should do that. And she says, What's stopping you? And I said, Well, what if nobody comes? <laughs> And she's like, Oh my God, just go do it. So that was, you know, the seeds of how extraordinary women came uh, came to be and women did come and it's continually groaning, groaning, grown, which has been fantastic. So now we've even got a global presence because we have a, okay. we have a Facebook community that, so, you know supports yeah. that a yeah. podcast came out of it um you know the, the yeah. gatherings came out of it um my ignite conference came out of it as well so it's the it's community of women of just very extraordinary women coming together so that's how extraordinary women got started i have a facebook group now called that extraordinary women connect and it's about you know connecting great women to great women and um so that's where it all started and we we did um, we still do live events like an evening gathering. Um, we just did our first one in 20 months after the pandemic okay. um, just last week, which was just fantastic to be back together. And um, then we also do things on the, the Facebook group that are that's virtual. So it's fun that you know we've been able to grow to a, a, a virtual community as well. The extraordinary women, Radio was part of that, was connecting. It was really telling the women's stories. So that that was also an offshoot of that. And that's my podcast. And I think I'm on 221 or something or 22 episodes episodes. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, my Extraordinary Women Ignite conference started seven years ago. And that is a three-day conference that is held in, in Colorado in the States. And it is a, it's one really very much about raising up your voice and your visibility in your business and stepping into your new year with a plan to make that all happen. And I, um, it's, it's, I love doing this event. It's so much fun. Um, The next one is coming up November 11th through 13th. And so it's coming very quickly. And we are back live this year. We had to go virtual for the first time last year, and um, which was great. But I'm super excited to be back live again. And being in the room with a, you know, a a big ballroom full of of extraordinary women is really exciting to me. Um, I have some amazing speakers coming in for for this. And it's it's just it's just one of my favorite things to do.
0: Great. Will I get a connection then? Oh, absolutely. You can come (laughs) join our community for
1: sure. I would love to have you
0: in there. Oh, it'll be a pleasure to be with you. So your first. Uh, conference how many people came because you said you weren't sure people were going to come i'm curious to know how so many people
1: the very first um extraordinary women connect event had about 20 people oh, that's so exactly. you know so it was it was a small was a gathering yeah. yeah but it was you know it was it was it's what started it and then um the conference the, the ignite conference i think the very first conference we had was probably only about 40 people um right. And so you know that's grown over the years, but yeah. um, it's it's just it's a, it's fun.
0: Great, 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 great. So, so let's talk about your podcast. It's gone national, has mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And um, your profile says that you received uh, best business podcast. In 2018. in 2018 and then
1: I've been in the top 10 every year since but I haven't got the top one
0: well, no, so. well, tell us how you've done it because you know sometimes people send me messages and ask me how I'm doing it because they've been doing podcasts for years now they have great content but they don't get the listenings and all of that and seriously I'm not I think I've not done justice to that I've not been able to give them any advice because for me all I've done is just do the podcast put it out do a few marketing here and there and post all the time be consistent with other posts including the videos yeah. and then, oh, that's all I've done but share with us what you have done
1: you know it's been very organic because that wasn't my core focus I didn't you know you look at how people launch podcasts today and they have big launches and they yeah, have multiple yeah, yeah, episodes yeah, 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 and there's yeah. there's I didn't do any of that. Um, so it's been, I've been almost five years or I am five years into it at this point. And, um, it's just been guest by guest by guest. And I did some really interesting partnerships early on with some organizations that brought me some amazing guests. They wanted their stories told and I wanted to tell their story. So it worked really nicely. Um, and then I would invite my guests to my community. And then, you know, it just would, it just was a very organic approach to growth. And I've seen my, you know, the episodes, it's, it's continued, continued to grow, grow. Wow. Um, and I, um, as far as, you know, how do how do I make it work? It's just like, like, you know, it's like just showing up every week and doing yeah. a podcast episode. And there's a lot of moving pieces behind podcasts and having a good team to support you on that is I think important because, you know, it's just, there's a lot of work associated with it. Um, And I love every interview that I get to do. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just such a passion thing for me that I've been able to meet I've been able to meet astronauts. I've had an astronaut on my show. I have had federal judges on my show. I've had lots of different entrepreneurs tell their stories. Um, trying to think of some of the others. I mean, I just, I've had some just amazing interviews with women who have been making a difference in the world and
0: who doesn't love to have great
1: conversations like that. Yeah.
0: What well, you mentioned about podcast, I think it's a lot of work. So for me, I also think that if, you are not seeing the you're not you're not getting the results you want. Probably you, you may not be putting too much work in it. You may be doing the interviews and all that, but it's a lot of work, like you said. The mm-hmm. artwork and everything that goes with it also I think catches the eye of people to take a look at it and all that. I mean, and I,
1: what I'll say is, it's grown my business tremendously. Along, I mean, so for me, when I look at when I started a podcast and where I am today in my business, Mm -hmm. my business, my communities have grown exponentially. Um, So while it's not something that you, that I, you know, see every week I get, I get, you know, revenue coming off of a podcast episode, what it does is it builds a no love and trust factor and people get to know me, you know, in a way that you know that they can't I mean is the people just can't get to know you from seeing you on a stage one yeah. time versus seeing you week on week in your or listening to you week on week in your podcast and so I think that's that's the beauty of podcast I'm a huge fan of, of using podcast to grow your business both as as a podcaster or as a podcast guest
0: yeah 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 you're right you're right you're right you're right. So you mentioned that you've been doing it for five years consistently. Mm -hmm. So throughout the five years, every week you've done uh, an interview.
1: Just about. I mean, there's been a few places here and there where we've, we've skipped a week, um, but not very many. Um, So, yeah.
0: Great. Let's talk about your biggest lessons uh, in growing your business. What has that been?
1: You know, there's lessons every day, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and that's some of the beauty of it. It's like, I love being an entrepreneur and it's, if it, you never know, you know, how things, how you're going to move th- through things. Um, my biggest lesson has been how important it is to take care of how we resonate in the world, the energy that we show up in. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like how we resonate means that we're taking care of our mental wellness, our men- mental our men- mental fitness, okay. right? It's okay. like, you know, we're keeping the, the trash out of our mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're taking care of our body and that yeah. means, you know, the foods we eat, it means how we move our body It moves means even our energetic body. Um, how we resonate is also impacted by being connected to spirit. However, you spirit, everybody's spirits differently. So finding that, 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 energy of, okay, what is, what, what, what drives me, gets me out of bed? What's my, how's my purpose driven? You know, what's that spirit that speaks to my soul? If I'm aligned with that, that keeps my, keeps me vibrating on that high vibrational Energy, right? Mm. Um, and then the last part of that is uh, the communities that we're in, and that's why I'm such a big fan of community because community uplifts us. If we're in a community of, of people that make us feel good, that help us see biggest bigger possibilities, that's how we can we can really feel that energetic shift within ourselves by being in
0: community that's uplifting. Educators on how to learn and speak to your your clients, the language of love.
1: Yeah, that's that's very much about. So we've all seen marketing that's out there that is very formulaic, right? It's, it's follow the formulas. And um, it speaks to um, people's pains. It speaks to, to scarcity. It speaks mm-hmm. to their fears. Mm-hmm. And that's all what I would call an antiquated way of approaching marketing. And I like to approach marketing much more from an aspirational perspective. So that means that we are talking to what our clients desires are, what they aspire to versus like living in the pain and the scarcity and the fear all in all of our, our marketing, um, really shifting the, the energy into more of how our clients, what, what they aspire to. And the way I I teach my clients to do that is simple tool it's called speak your client's love language and um three columns so if you envision three columns first column is the pain what keeps them awake at night what keeps your ideal clients awake at night so you have to understand it but you don't have to like live in that all the time but you do have to understand what what's the challenges your ideal clients are facing the middle column is what are the emotions associated with that pain so that you you understand them the third column is what is it they really desire? What do they speak to? So when you start to build marketing, that's the column that you really are, you know, you're listening to your clients. You're, you're asking them, what, what is it you desire? They tell you, you use their words that they have told you that becomes how, that's how you start to speak your client's love language. Mm -hmm. And you could, you could pull something from the, you know, that first column or, or the second column in a, um, like a question, the, you know, like as a lead into something, but then you really spend the majority of your time into speaking to your client's desires. And that's shifts up the, the energy of your marketing. It shifts up how you connect with clients on a And help your clients see something in a bigger way, bigger possibilities, versus getting stuck into, oh, my gosh, I'm not enough. There's so many things that tell people that they're not enough. Mm. It's shifting that language. It's Mm. shifting, helping them expand
0: and grow. Let's talk about the single biggest factor that holds entrepreneurs back. What would
1: that be? We've we've touched on that, and I think it's the it's it's that how you resonate, and I call that the the um, R factor. You know, it's the the mindset, the body, the spirit, the community that we've talked about. And if we have these stories that are playing up in our head, for example, um, that are telling us we're not enough, or mm. who am I to do this? That's the thing that can really trigger, that can really. Um, trigger up uh, an entrepreneur. So if, if you can step back and say what's happening and keep a clean mindset and, you know, take care of how you resonate, that will really help you grow your business much more quickly. But it's, it's, it's learning to recognize when our mind starts to go into those cycles mm-hmm. of, of stories that don't really serve us. You know, stories are great, Unless there are stories that we just keep playing over and over again in our head that are, are negative stories or negative self-talk. So learning to shift that up.
0: How can how can um, somebody learn to shift all those thoughts?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you can, one, first you recognize that it's showing up, right? Mm-hmm. Recognizing that this the story has been playing over and over again in my head today for, you know, yeah. 50 yeah. times I've yeah. told myself this today. Yeah. So recognizing that, calling it out, oh, that's my my critic, you know, telling me this. And I'm going to, and, and you can even name your inner critic, which is which is a fun thing to do. And you can say, I'm going to shift this up. And um, you can you acknowledge it, you say, okay, how could I change this story? Is this, is this statement that I'm saying to myself mm-hmm. ridiculous or what? Because very often it is a ridiculous statement that, that we're telling ourselves. And how might I rephrase this? You know, so what, what, how could I change this into, and, you know, to change that language up? How can I
0: flip it? You know, um, um, just as you were talking, something came into my mind. And I think that this was the episode we did, episode 28, if I'm right. And the woman had come to talk about abuse, that she has grown up in an abusive environment mm-hmm. and all that. And she's gone to two to abusive marriages and the mm. second one was uh the one that you know really broke the camel's back and mm. she was so depressed and she said she was walking on the street and she, she was she was saying to herself i'm defeated i'm defeated she was she kept saying that to herself
1: exactly she said, wait a that's minute. a story
0: yeah? yeah she said wait a minute so she came home and she said i'm going to look this word, word up so she checked the word up and the word was you're done for it means nothing good can come out of you. Nothing you can do, nothing mm-hmm. about it. And then she said, no, I'm never going to be defeated. So it's like realizing where you are and taking action of it. I don't know if I've said it right. It, taking action. I totally said oh, like yeah, it right. Yeah, taking action of the situation and you make, you decide. But I, what I, another thing I also think is the things we feed ourselves with, the things we read, the things we watch, mm-hmm the community we find ourselves in if it is a community of negative people like all of those who have an impact on totally. us yeah that's so
1: true and it's we can't undo things that we drop yeah. into our yeah. you know like if we're like watching negative movies yeah. all day yeah. long yeah. Yeah. or yeah. even violent movies yeah.
0: yeah yeah, um
1: you know it's like that energy gets messed up and we can't yeah. unsee that yeah, and so yeah. we if we choose what you know, we really become stewards of the vessel that we are as a person, right. You know, that whole body person, spirit community piece of us. Yeah. Yeah. If we become a steward of how we care for that, 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 I mean, your friend's example was such a perfect example Mm -hmm. of that. And it's like, if, if we are, if we, if we really care for our vessel,
0: that's how we, we, we move through that. right you know that vessel you talked about what you just mentioned something dropped in my spirit so if you value yourself you'll be conscious of whatever you feed to yourself not just the food i'm not talking about just everything else the materials Mm -hmm. you read and all of that i remember when i was growing up i would never listen to any song aside gospel music Mm -hmm. for some reason That was what I was comfortable with. And that was what my, I I think I tuned my ear to only be comfortable to gospel music. And I think the only, if I'll say secular music I'll listen to will be classical music. Like we are going, we are going off that. And that is where it ends. I wouldn't listen to anything else. And my sisters used to tease me for that. They told me you're stuck up. You have to, you know, but that was me. And I think that for some reason it builds my spirituality up more. And totally, yeah. And anytime I've
1: recently heard something even about there's that music has certain vibrations, right? That that well, and I know it does, right? The whole the whole sound therapy, sound baths, all that sort of thing has a has a really high level vibration, and um, that's the when we when we when, we, when you were being drawn to that kind of music, your soul was saying, this fills me up, right? Yeah. So you were feeling into that and yeah. you were choosing not to let some of the other noise in. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's that can be
0: really powerful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It does. It does, it does, it does, it does, it does, it does. It does. As, an, as entrepreneurs, how can we build our brand from outside in? Hmm.
1: That starts with that, what we were talking early on, our stories, our passions, our values of who we are. Um, if we know that, if we understand ourselves at our very essence, and then you can say, okay, this is who I am. These are the gifts of me. Mm-hmm. That's the essence of who, who how you're going to show up. You can start to build a brand from that. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, what's beautiful about that is that, there are no. Um, you're building a brand that only you can own, mm. right? There's because yeah. nobody's just like you. Nobody exactly. has the same stories and experiences. So if you're if you're building a brand from the inside out, there is there is no other way. There's no one can can build a brand just like you.
0: You know, when I came out of of school, another thing I did was to start was to have a magazine, a fashion magazine. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah and i think just about that time that was if i don't want i don't know if i'm right to say but i think at that time i was the first person to come out with using uh, african prints in westernized styles because that was a concept, because previously the African prints were used by our mothers and they were used in flamboyant styles. So you see the mm. big sleeve and the, we, there's our natives that we call carbine slate, and the young people would, it wouldn't would appeal to them. So my idea was to turn our African prints into westernized styles. So into crop tops, into hot pans, into things that young people would desire. And that will also boost the sale of our, um, African Prince. So I did right. my, yeah, but I'd come out of the university and I, that was the first thing i ventured into. So my mom gave me some money to start. So I started it and of course the marketers messed me up, but the idea had come out. So yeah. people who had money picked it up and quickly ran with it and made it bigger. But just when my magazine came out, another magazine also came out and I came home one day and I was so sad. And I was telling my uncle, can you imagine that somebody's stolen my idea and all that? And my uncle said, if it is yours, people will identify with it because there's something unique attached to your brand. So don't (laughs) be worried about it. Let everybody do what they have to do. There There is space for everybody to succeed. Like You know, nobody will take what belongs to you if it is yours you own it there's something about you that will make people want to love your magazine for what it is so don't be worried that what that was what came out from so where so true yeah. yeah
1: yeah and it's that it's the the looking at the through the lens of abundance yeah. that there's plenty for all of us yeah and um so your uncle telling you that was so brilliant right yeah. I and mean, it's so wise yeah. 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 and that's how we we keep showing up in the light of us yeah and and that's that's the growth that happens
0: great 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 so we've come to the time of truth this is one of the new things we've added so i'm going to be asking you some questions and as you answer we get to know you more okay so sweet or sour what would you be sweet sweet introvert or extrovert
1: Oh, gosh, I am an introvert, but I love people, so it's, it's, it's wonderful coming back out to, to be with people in person, but I definitely recover by just getting introverted, so.
0: Great. Netflix or YouTube? Uh, Netflix. Great. Your favorite food? What was that? Your favorite food.
1: Mmm, what is my favorite food? Um right now I want to go
0: with soups a soup, soup sounds so good just because it's fall time here right yeah <laughs> so. yeah, yeah yeah yeah. okay so finish these sentences I regret
1: mm, I don't like to regret very often but what would I say oh I regret not becoming an entrepreneur sooner
0: I am glad
1: I am glad I'm me I pray I pray for peace in our world.
0: Great, great. Nothing in this world can.
1: Nothing in this world can take away who we are at our very core.
0: I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for this journey I'm on. Great. What would your best advice be for young entrepreneurs, one, and our audience in general? for what
1: my best advice for young entrepreneurs is step into it, just own it, stretch into places that, that, that feel uncomfortable because that's where the growth happens. Yeah. Um, for the audience in general, um, shine your light, learn your light, understand what lights inside of you. That light is here to make a difference on the world. And so don't play small really step into it.
0: Great. Where can our listeners connect with you?
1: So extraordinary women connect on Facebook, which is my group that's there. come join us there. It's an amazing community that's there to be able to connect. So say that you make sure you tell me that you saw us here on the podcast with Sheila yeah. and um, Sheila is going to come join us too so I'm yeah, excited yeah, about that yeah yeah and yeah. Um, then also Cami, you can listen to my podcast, Extraordinary Women Radio, and then my um, website is KamiGelner.com.
0: It's been a delight having you on podcast with Sheila today, Kami.
1: Mm, thank you so much, Sheila. It's been a delight to getting to know you.
0: Great. If you've been listening in, this is season two, episode 30 of our podcast series, where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. We have a video presentation of this podcast on our YouTube channel. Just search for Podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you'll find us. Until we meet again, have a lovely week.